Welcome back to the second half of this Unite Behind podcast on state capture and our trains. If you haven't listened to part one, please go back and do so now. Zuki Vuka tells the story. But first up, a message from the president. Government is investing a lot of money to improve the way our people travel. The days of having an uncomfortable, unreliable, and unsafe rail service must become a thing of the past. That was President Jacob Zuma. Prasa is currently in the middle of 173 billion rand project to improve its service. Government claims that these trains are already being rolled out. Adil is skeptical. I don't know where the new trains are that we've been hearing about. We've been hearing it's being tested in Zoburg, but you never see it. Yusri Friesler is a transport engineer based in Cape Town. He has worked on trains for as long as Adil has been riding them. Yusri agrees that we are running dangerously low on train sets, also known as rolling stock. A typical train set includes carriages for passengers and locomotives that pulls them. Back in the uh, late 90s when we were working on moving ahead, uh, Cape Town had 95 train sets. And in the last six months, I think Prasa or Metro Rail in, the, in Cape Town has never had more than running on any, any given day between 61 and about 68, 69 train sets a day. Uh, so if in the late 90s we had 95 full train sets, we are now 20 years later or nearly 20 years later, and we seem to have somewhere lost close to 30%. 82% of train cancellations is because of unavailability of rolling stock. And I think that that's far more important. Uh, the first new trains from the uh, new factories in Gauteng are, are due to come off, uh, off the shelf uh, late next year. And the first new trains coming to Cape Town will be 2019. What we will look like in 2019 in two years' time, given the rate of decay, which has been very rapid in the last six months to a year, uh, is, is anybody's guess. So we have a system, unfortunately, falling apart. The shortage of train sets mean that trains come much less frequently. Locomotives that could pull up to 12 carriages today pull five or six. This explains why the trains are overcrowded, leading to very dangerous conditions. People are so scared of losing their jobs that they're hanging out of trains, they're on top of trains, and I don't think people are doing it uh, in order to be uh, adventurous, I, I, I think they're just trying to save their jobs. The president said that a lot of money has been allocated to fixing our chains. So why is the system falling apart? The short answer is state capture. Peter Louis Myberg is an investigative journalist at News24. He has spent several years investigating and exposing corruption at Prasa. The key PRASA tenders or contracts that I've been looking at include the 3.5 billion rand tender for new locomotives that PRASA awarded to Swifamba Rail Leasing, a little-known middleman company that ultimately bought the trains from a Spanish manufacturer called Voslo España. And as we now know, these trains were found to be technically 
unsuitable for South Africa's rail lines. So I think this contract very clearly shows how corrupt tenders ultimately has a real impact on commuters in South Africa. It's also very interesting to follow the money trails around these deals. In the Swifambo locomotive tender, for instance, we could trace uh, how 80 million rand from the contract was later channeled to individuals who were very closely associated with President Jacob Zuma. So now we know that 3.5 billion rand of our taxpayers' money has been spent on locomotives that don't fit our checks. We know that this money went to friends of our president and to companies in Europe. There are new train sets and other things on the way, but they are well behind schedule. Until we get them, are the old trains and infrastructure we do have being protected? Any commuter can tell you that the answer is no. The second biggest cause of delays is signaling system failure. This was the cause of delays experienced by Adele on Monday. Signaling systems for trains are very similar to traffic lights for cars. Here's Usury again explaining how signaling works. It's a very simple green for go, uh, a red for stop. Uh, when signals don't work, they then have to be done according to a safety protocol, which means that individually trains move, and, and trains move only when they get permission. The problem is being an old system that it's got, it's got copper in the cables, and copper, you know, is recycled by various people who just steal it from, from the sleeves. Uh, in fact, uh, the Chamber of Commerce a couple of years ago actually showed copper exports from Cape Town actually lists as an export. Now, we have no copper mines. The only thing we have is copper stolen and then exported either nationally or offshore, which is quite strange. So, so we have an industry of copper theft and... The existing system is unfortunately still copper. In 2013, Prasa entered into a 1.9 billion rand contract with the Thales Mazia Consortium to install a new fiber-based signaling system to replace copper. Usury explains the benefits. The first plus factor from a copper theft point of view is, of course, it's not copper, it's fiber. There's no real reason for anybody to steal fiber. This project is expected to be finished in 2018. As Usury points out, Illegal copper exports have become a professional multi-million rand industry. To steal copper, criminal syndicates deploy teams of operators with tools and large vehicles to commit the crime. These operations can be easily prevented through improved access control systems to stations and tracks, CCTV cameras and security guards. Peter Louis tells us why isn't this happening. The, the second important tender that I've been looking at was the contract or contracts awarded to Siangena Technologies. It's a company that supplied Prasa with equipment such as access gates, CCTV cameras and some other security-related products. Uh, these are also contracts uh, that uh, are in the region of about 4 billion rand. So we're talking about very big contracts. And, and some of the dealings around it involved former Prasa CEO Lucky Montana, enriching himself uh, through properties that were acquired for Montana uh, with the help of a lawyer who acted for Siangena Technologies. So long story short, it, it appears that the company 
gratified or bribed Lucky Montana, so the kickback cycle becomes very clear. There has also been questions raised over the, the quality of the equipment or products delivered to Prasa by Siangena Technologies. And once again, uh, obviously, then that has a direct impact on the South African commuter. Soon after we interviewed Peter Louis, news broke that he was being investigated by the police for exposing state capture in his book, The Republic of Gupta. According to Usri, another consequence of the security failures has been the worst rise in train vandalism in our city's history. In the last two years, we've had 101 coaches satellite. Uh, and that's just horrendous. Uh, the replacement cost of that is a couple of hundred million rand, even, even for old coaches. And it's just not possible for Prasa to replace 100. So the, the, those 100 train sets are gone. At that rate, uh, 2019 will be much more scary. And I really have no idea how uh, people will get to work. While many blame commuters, usually doesn't believe they should be blamed. What's happened in the last two years is, in my view, perhaps far more sinister. Some of the wanton violence, for no apparent reason, uh, in my view, is probably not just frustrated commuters. It's something beyond that. I wish I knew the answers, but there is something happening which I don't really know what it is. We cannot afford that. If, if it happens for another year, what we've seen in the last year, we are in even serious, more serious trouble. We have just heard about two companies connected to President Jacob Zuma that have recently benefited by receiving tenders worth billions of rands at the expense of millions of commuters. There are many more. A recent investigation by the National Treasury found that 96% of the contracts PRASA awarded between 2012 and 2015 were considered illegal. Over the past six months, I have heard hundreds of stories like Adele's that breaks my heart. I have seen how state capture is not just found in newspapers, but is something being lived by poor people every day. I am angry that 23 years after apartheid, Black people are still being dehumanized because of the selfishness and greed of those who are supposed to serve us. This is what guided me to the NPA office. I knew I was risking arrest, a criminal record and more. But if things are to change, we as young people can't continue to live in fear. We must act. Unite Behind provides a space where people who are equally frustrated can share their experiences and plan how to respond. Comrades, I want to say this is just a broad agenda. This is an activist forum. In other words, it's our forum. We are just going to guide by putting out some areas for discussion, but we really want as activists to speak to the issues affecting us, and hopefully coming out of this is a program of what is to be done, what are we going to do given all the issues that we are affected by, and particularly the issues around Metro Rail. This convoy wakes up at 4 a.m. to catch that train. And it says that train, by the time it reaches Kailicha, it is so overloaded. And that people start fighting just to get inside that train. There is a need to add more coaches to the train. Uh, good evening, everyone. I'm Fahmina. I stay in Woodstock. I used to travel train before. I don't anymore because my safety was compromised. 
It's not safe. The conditions on the trains are atrocious. And I had a bad experience on my way to Mitchell's plane one day also, with no security visible, no police visible, for, uh, between certain stations. This happened, and you were sitting there, shivering, and didn't know what to do or where help is coming from. Things just went on around you, robbing of people, and you just sit there and pray that these people are not going to get to you. Then and there, I stopped using any uh, train services. I opt for the bus or the taxi. I'm Marcus Solomon. I'm from the Children's Resource Centre. <coughs> and the issue I want to put on the table, I won't be long, is the issue of children on the trains. We need to develop a culture of love and care, especially for our children. You know what some of the children say? Adults throw them off the train. Because they say, well, I'm going to work, you're just going to school. It was at this forum that we decided to occupy the NPA and demand President Jacob Zuma's arrest. As we're sitting here, as we are standing here, as you drive your fancy cars, people are being killed on our trains. As soon as the journalists were told to leave, a group of SAP's officers came with someone from the NPA. We were told to move out of the premises or they will be forced to physically remove us. I, I understand your demands here that you want to arrest Sean Abrams and President uh, Zuma. Police have powers, but President Zuma is not here and Sean Abrams is not here. So I'm not sure if you're going to, to uh, succeed in your objective. That is when we decided to lie on the floor, demanding they show us a warrant of arrest for Jacob Zuma. Arrest Zuma! Arrest us! Arrest Zuma! There was no warrant of arrest. Zuma did not get arrested, but we did. Sophie was held overnight. She was released on bail the following day. Here she is, addressing supporters from Unite Behind and other organizations. Amanda! Amanda! Um, comrade, firstly, um, thank you so much for, for, for being here. Um, together we, we stand, individual before. We were handcuffed and we went to um, the central Cape Town police station. Once we got there, proce- um, processes and procedures were followed. Um, I don't want to lie, it, it, was, it was not nice, but um, we, we were um, denied uh, med, med, um, medical treatment. Some of us have got, have got um, illnesses, but we're glad to be outside and, and um, continue the struggle. But one thing I want to say is that it does not end here. This is just the, the, just the beginning. Amanda! We appeared in court a month later to face charges of trespassing. The charges have since been dropped, but work to fix our chains continues. You have been listening to a podcast by Unite Behind. In the next episode, we continue our investigation into state capture with a focus on land. We ask why, 23 years into democracy, our cities are more divided than ever before. My name is Gavin Silber, and this podcast is produced in collaboration with Sound Africa.